4.1. Salience of Arenas The first challenge is to determine which arenas of authority are associated with the issues in question. Two factors come into play. First is the extent to which the issue is salient to fundamental tenets of the community, and thus salient to the community's imperative to maintain itself. Second is the extent to which elites within an arena use the issue to extend their power vis-a-vis competing elites from other arenas. To understand whether individuals see the issue at hand as relevant to the community, Kate Baldwin, Kristen Gao, and I find value in the notion of domain congruence. Domain congruence reflects the extent to which an issue or activity and the arena of authority are related. If individuals believe that the community cares deeply about the issue, they are more likely to expect that the leaders and community members will expend resources to sanction noncompliance. Non-coercive power is also likely to be higher when there is greater domain congruency. Citizens may view it as more normatively appropriate to comply with demands of authorities and other community members when the activities called for match their domain of power or where they have greater expertise. Individuals thus should be more likely to respond to demands made when they are associated with arenas in which there is greater domain congruence. We find evidence of this in a study of authority in Kenya, Malawi, and Zambia. The study employed a survey experiment aimed at understanding how citizens respond to requests when they ask to do so by different authorities. It focused on three activities, voting for an MP candidate, contributing to a school fund, and contributing to a burial fund, and sought to understand the extent to which state and traditional leaders at local and supralocal levels mobilize support. We find that the relative power of leaders depends on the match between their domain, or arena of authority, and that of the activity. For instance, the MP, as a supralocal state leader, was better placed to mobilize support for the MP candidate than to mobilize contributions to a burial or school fund. In contrast, the local councillor had greater influence on contributions to the school fund, which can be understood as a local state-oriented activity. Individuals view arenas as more or less appropriate to issue areas, even when they are located at the same level, for example, are local or superlocal, or are of the same type. For instance, in a study examining when individuals comply with directives to take COVID-19-related precautionary measures, my colleagues and I found that Malawians viewed village heads as more legitimate in issuing such directives than local religious authorities. They appear to view advocating precautionary health measures as fitting within the village head's purview of maintaining community welfare, an association that may be reinforced by the role that these village heads play in organizing immunization drives and other health initiatives. Issues may also be salient because they are part of a broader struggle between communities in different arenas. Elites and other community members in arenas of authority can compete with those of other arenas to gain or maintain their power. For example, they can use action-oriented issue framing to shape members' understanding of the activity, the choices at hand, and their implications. Take, for instance, dispute resolution in Jordan. Jordanian tribal codes generally demand that parties to a conflict not only accept the solution, but also view it as the final reconciliation. Thus, as the head of public relations for the Jordanian Public Safety Department explains, tribal customs preserve the restoration of social balance after a crime has occurred whereas when state directives are issued, tribal processes are still required to prevent continued conflict. The rules guiding the tribal process imbue the outcome with a fundamentally different meaning from the one reached within the state courts alone, and they help to maintain the tribal arena.
Similar dynamics are found in the West. In his study of a ranching community in Northern California, Ellickson highlights how the community maintained social order apart from the state. In part, this was done by rules that defined being a good neighbor as one who sought to solve such issues as cattle poaching and breach of agreements within the community rather than to take disputes to state courts. Thus, when deciding whether to take an issue to the state court or address it locally, the rancher not only views the choice as one over the issue itself, but also as one that signals their adherence to the ranching community. Simply framing an issue as a part of the larger goal does not necessarily ensure that members view it as salient. Social movement theorists argue that the success of such framing depends on the consistency of the message, its empirical credibility, and the credibility of its messengers. Success also depends upon the strength of competing arenas. Thatchell, for instance, finds that the elite-led Baharito Janata Party, or the BJP, used a combination of Hindu nationalist rhetoric and privately provided services to mobilize support from lower castes in Chhattisgarh. However, its strategy met strong resistance in Uttar Pradesh, where the Bahujan Samaj Party, or BSP, had successfully won over the lower castes, thus polarizing the class divides. Even when communities use similar strategies to influence individuals' decisions, different arenas of authority may not have equal sway.